This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of The Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and My Mortgage Team. Every week we come back posting new episodes of Chock Full of Nashville Real Estate Value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at thetalkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. Monty, you are back. We missed you last week. Well, I'm back. I had to you know, save the world. In a, <laughs> a tough real estate situation, on? I had my cape on. Good to see you, Jason Hoover. Same here. Thank he you for did joining an us. Amazing job last week, and we had the very talented Blake Johnson with us. Blake he's, is Blake is very talented. He's doing I mean, a great job. for only 23 years on the planet, I give him a lot of time, a lot of hassle sometimes about uh, being so young. But he's got a he's got an, an older spirit about him. I he, think. Does, he does. He does. He's got he's a great lost. level, and he's he's, he's, got, he's got a hustle, and he's got a grit. Yeah. So yeah, he's so I'm, do great. I'm really feeling blessed to have him in our organization. Have him as my right hand guy. You know, obviously, I was really you know looked at a lot of folks before. I said, no, I think I can trust this guy. We'll see. You know, but I think we can. So he's doing a great. Hey, job. Um, we. Before we get started here, I, I wanted to bring to everybody's um, attention our, all of our agent friends out here talking. The, today's topic is going to be about something that's a little bit shocking to this old dog here who's been in the trenches for 37 years, and that is, well, let's just wait for a minute and we'll tell sure about that later. Okay. <laughs> This old dog already <laughs> forgot. Okay. Hey, this dog for, didn't forget. We want to keep everybody sitting on this edge of their seat. I'm just joking. <laughs> hey, let's talk about our amazing sponsor, That's Music right. City Removal. They are the number one junk removal service in Nashville. From residential, commercial, and construction, they're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind uh, by previous owners and tenants and are determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter ain't cute. (laughs) And nor, you know, I just turned a new age. You did. Yep. So, you know, I'm going to be hashtag. When do you turn it from 29 to 39? Are you just always 40? Yeah, I'm always 40. I'll be 70 in two years. You're kidding. 70. Man, oh man, does that like a, holy cow. That well, you know, like, like look old. at uh, Betty White. I mean, what is, she just had a birthday. She's couple. probably 97 or 8 or something like no. that. No. <laughs> is she 99? Yeah, 99. Is she 99? 99. Yeah. Man. And you know what? You know, she you hosted take, uh, SNL, didn't she, here lately? She just Maybe keeps she that. just keeps know. going though, you yeah. know, and she has a new you know excitement for each day. I think so. We're going to do that today. I'm I'm starting yeah. with a positive, Monty. As so, you so forgot you, about what we were talking yeah, you about. Poor, you poor little thing. You poor little thing. You're trying to call make everybody feel sorry for you because you're so old. I feel so bad for you. No, I'm now. just saying we're going to embrace you know being mature. And uh, would you and cross over into the 30s or something? Is that I why you're it. feeling so mature? Huh? Is that what it is? No. <laughs> I'm going to keep rounding down. Usually in life, I want to round up a lot of things numbers, money, etc. On my age, I'm rounding down. Hashtag okay. 29 forever. All right, 29 forever. Hey, um, let's talk about something that's I see evolving in our real estate market that has got me very, very concerned. You guys know that. 
you know, a couple of years ago, we started seeing a downward pressure on the average real estate commission. And again, I want to qualify, first of all, on this topic. There is no set commission. There is no standard commission. There is no common commission. There is a negotiated commission. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a range that we have gotten used to that we earn every dollar of, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know about your business, Carrie Ann, if you feel like you earn your, what yeah, you Yeah, absolutely. But we feel like we earn, for, we know we f- we earn what we, what we make, whatever that amount is. But my point is, I, I'm seeing within the, the new construction world, well, first of all, let, let's all understand this. There is a lack of inventory out there. Right. And that lack of inventory has suddenly put the new construction uh, firms in the catbird seat. Mm-hmm. And um, unfortunately, some of them are taking that to heart and saying, well, let's see, we can dictate some terms here that are all in our favor. We all know that, uh, especially the larger builders, they have their contracts. It's their bat. It's their ball. We play their game or we don't We don't join in the fun, mm-hmm. especially in a hot market. Well, now they've made some adjustments where suddenly we're not getting compensated by some of these large builders around town nearly as much as we used to. Is and that due to like lumber cost or... What, is, what do you think that's No, due? because they raise the price on the house. Yeah. Okay. They've, yeah. they've continually... They can, they can even renegotiate now the price on the house. Uh, they're putting that into the contract. I don't understand They that. can even renegotiate at a certain point because they don't know if the lumber's going to go up or not. I got you. So it's part of the contract oh, I that you. it gives them an out. Wow. Oh, interesting. Because yeah, they know I'm they can sell that. it regardless. Hmm. And, and see, in the past... You know, if they, you know, I know that they had you pay extra for the, any improvements, any upgrades, and that makes sense. Maybe the next person may not like, you know, a pink sink in the kitchen or whatever, you know, they might have to replace that. But now they're requiring, and some of the builders are requiring a non-refundable 5% deposit. Now, now, Carrie Ann, uh, I'm going to get sidetracked here on this topic, but if you're putting 5% on an FHA purchase and it's non-refundable, how's that FHA addendum work in that? It doesn't, does it? You're not obligated to, you can't lose your earnest money on an FHA deal, can you, on the addendum? That's part of what uh, the addendum states. Oh, I mean, I feel like you, on certain loans, right, which FHA, they are protecting the buyer. So if, if for some reason something does come into play that doesn't so meet the standards a, of FHA, we're not able to issue them an FHA loan. So the So what if they only qualify FHA? And they can't lose their earnest money. Don't we have a conflict there? Anyhow, we can talk about another time on that. I didn't like to put you on the spot, but it seems like to me there's going to be a conflict in that scenario. It's a, because there's a, they're classifying it as a down payment and not an earnest money. Oh. Yeah, builder deposit too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so some there might sometimes be some it's there. the terms and also the contract's different. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a contract? It is co- totally Isn't con- it completely yeah. a separate entity? Yeah, where they can do, you know, and mm-hmm. that's how they also are able to state. Um, please talk to my featured lender blank where you right, on a listing right. agent, mm-hmm. you're not, are not able to do that. There's a right? whole lot of that going on, mm-hmm. a whole lot of that going on. But anyway, so my concern is, <clears throat> and as I started to say earlier, you know, one of the reasons why Connie and I opened up Realty One Group Music City is we see a downward pressure on the real estate commission just because big entities come to town like Redfin, Open Door, mm-hmm. you know, all the, all the usual challenges out there with the big tech dollars that they have to spend that we don't as real estate individuals or even you know local companies we don't have those billions of dollars to spend like open door does and so they're taking part of the pie well now <clears throat> i mean can you imagine this jim can you imagine this 
as a real estate agent, you've been out showing property like crazy. You bonded with these people. They're, you know, they're, they've signed their buyer's agreement and you're working hard for them. And then one night they go online and they click on a new construction property being promoted by another builder here locally. And they fill out some documents so they can get future information from that builder on their new construction and their sites. And now suddenly they are no longer obligated to pay you because in their world, they've become the author of that business. We just had that happen in our office. Hmm. That to me is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. And how do we, how do, how do you, I mean, how do you prevent that? I, that's, I mean, a conversation probably with a real estate attorney probably, but I just want you to, we need to think through these processes because they're happening out there. And that's of course, part of what we try to do here at Realty One, I mean, with um, um, Music City Real Estate is try to prepare people right. well, for what's and, happening. And it's, there's many different scenarios, um, uh, like you just mentioned, and which is why it's even more important to have representation. Absolutely. Uh, whereas uh, they're coming from the standpoint that we seemingly just hand them over and they take care of everything. Right. Well, that's not the case. Is we need to represent them for things just like that mm-hmm. and educate um, our clients. So, um, you know, it's not like we just run into somebody and all of a sudden they're a buyer and they want to go look at a new home mm-hmm. right. and then put in a contract. Right. You know, there is time. There's acquisition costs, there's costs there's involved time. to have these leads, to generate, to nurture, to bring them to the point where they're ready to look. Right. And then a lot of times they're looking at other houses. Right. Uh, they're look, you're taking them on buyer tours. You're doing all of this, uh, this work mm-hmm. and you are representing them. So for them to say, well, you just bring it here and we take care of them, so you should be paid less, is is wrong. It's false. It's not right at all. It's not right at all. Guess I mean, and I think that's one of the key things. I think I'm glad you brought that up because I think that ends up being one of the key topics as far as our security of getting compensated for the efforts we're putting into it. And that is to have that heart to heart with the consumer and say, look. I get it. You can walk out, walk into a builder and and do your thing there without, you know, representation. But guess what's going to happen when there is a problem? Guess and as and as nice and as wonderful as that on-site person is, guess what's going to happen if there is a problem? Who's going to represent you? Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be the person who's getting paid by that builder who you're having a problem with, right? And that's with any of any of the builders. That's just human nature. That's just the way it works. I mean, people are going to be loyal to who's writing them the check. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so what they're thinking, they're saving, they're not. Because all good builders, I don't know that a lot of agents or consumers realize this, but all good builders have calculated into their cost of selling is a marketing fee. Mm-hmm. And so they have a choice. They're going to put that in their pocket or they're going to put that in your pocket. If they keep it in their pocket, of course, it makes all the stockholders uh, happy and proud and applaud. But if there is a problem, then guess who didn't get any representation? You didn't. Do you think they're really, as a builder, are they going to be really emphatic about you getting a home inspection, as an example? No. They're not. No. They're not. They're going to say, hey, you know, here's a form to fill. Yeah, if you want to get a home inspection. But, you know, you got a brand new house. You're getting a one-year warranty. One year, why would you do that? They played that up all why the would time. You, why would you get a bother inspecting it? And then guess what? Five years later, when you decide to sell the home, guess whose problem that is? Mm-hmm. It ain't the builder's. It's yours because you inherited that. You know, so. And, it, and, and let me uh, just take a second. It blows my mind how many 
times on new home builds that we do get, you know, our buyers get the inspection, how many things are wrong? I know it. And I'm talking about big builders. I know it. It blows my mind. And so anybody listening, just because you get a new, uh, you're doing a new home build, you need a home inspector to take a look at that because absolutely there are too many things that we have seen that goes wrong. And you inherit the problem. I and mean, that builder's not going to come back years later. It's just right. the way it is. And one time, I'll never forget, it's a, it was by a, one of the best builders in town here. My clients noticed that there was air blowing out of the return air. And it was, it was reversed. The motor in it was reversed. Well, that, that probably, if nobody had noticed that, it probably would have been just, I mean, it would have lasted for a while. I don't yeah. know if it lasts for a year or not until it's out of warranty, you know. But, I mean, those are, those are the kind of obvious mistakes that can be made. One time, I'll never forget years ago, that a builder, a smaller builder in North uh, Nashville did, I mean, he pushed back on the fact that we wanted to get a home warranty. That's before they really made it, you know, hey, this is part of the requirement, or at least sign off on. Mm-hmm. And he said, I built a good home. There's nothing wrong with my homes, and you don't need to do that. And I don't want somebody coming in here to tell me how to build a house. And I get all that, you know, because back in the day, if you could carry a pin behind your ear, I can't do that here with these earmuffs on, but if you could carry a pin right there behind your ear and carry a clipboard at the same time, I'm an inspector. That's what I am. You know, that's, that's kind of how loose it was back in the day. Now it's not now. They've got a lot yeah. more liability, a lot more. And, and it, now it's... Uh, now they're going to the other extreme now that she's like, you can't, you know, home doesn't hold up to that. But, but anyway, so, um, so, so anyway, this, uh, we did the home inspection much to that, um, builder's chagrin. And we found out in multiple places, the plumber had cut out floor joists to run the plumbing because a lot of these, you know, a lot of these vendors and no offense to anybody really, but a lot of these vendors, they don't work in synchronicity to each other. Yeah. I had a case one time where the electrician was behind schedule, so the drywallers went ahead and, and put the drywall up. Any idea how hard it was to wire a home oh after it had been drywalled? But I mean, that's the, just an example of how they don't always work in, in you know, conjunction with one another. So, well, We even have one that I think I shared with you is um, a large builder. They forgot to put the water heater in. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's so many different, you know, levels of building, right? There's right. some builders actually that do an amazing job out there and they're oh, local yeah, here. Yeah, and, yeah, really, you know, we've yeah. got a great home builders association filled with amazing mm-hmm. builders. But also there's people that have watched, you know, HGTV and want to be their own GC and start, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I've met many that want to get in the business, you know, mm-hmm. flip houses, et cetera, and they're doing mm-hmm. buildings. So you're right. Um, I think my house that I bought uh, down in Tollgate never had the gas hooked up, you know, in the fireplace, you know. So you're right. So, things do happen on the so, construction. You know, and so let's take that point. So what we're saying is, you know, there are reasons to have representation. Not all new home builders are like this. Right. There, yeah, we this have is. some great experiences from certain home buyer or home builders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this, this is not to take away from our, no. our local, our good quality ones. Yeah, but I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you when the market's hot though, other entities come to town mm-hmm. and as long as the market's hot, they're here. Once the market cools down, they're gone. They're gone. And who do you go with then? So, so the, the part of the purpose of this conversation here is to help agents, to help consumers understand there's a difference. First of all, between builders and second of all, 
regardless of that builder, you still need representation. And that's the message that we as professionals have to make sure we're getting across clearly to the consumer. When there's games like I just described about somebody going online and registering on a site of a company, and now suddenly that company no longer has to pay that professional. To me, that's wrong. And I think where they're seeing it is they paid a marketing fee for them to be drawn into that Mm -hmm. particular website. Mm -hmm. You know, and I see it on the mortgage side, right? I'm like... I was already talking to that lead and corporate's like, well, my marketing abilities got them blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, whatever, you know, type of thing. But um, no, so for the agents that are out there, knowledge is power. So now we know that. Mm -hmm. So if you have a client that is looking and talking new construction on day one, Mm -hmm. you then roll out the new construction plan, Mm -hmm. right? We, you and I are going to talk about who you want to, you know, what are you looking for, et cetera, et cetera. Do not, you know, go on different sites and input and like share that information. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So I can assist you the whole way through. And like you said, give a confident um, ability to help, you know, support you all the way through, through the transaction, because this process is long. Six months. Right. Uh, we is. heard another story um, a couple days ago from a real estate agent who the expectation was for that builder to close by Christmas, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, they were saying it was going to happen. And you and I both know rain, snow, whatever, mm-hmm. weather. Mm-hmm. You, I don't so much think it's about the weather this go around. I think it's about qualified people working, Mm -hmm. you know, like I think a lot of the builders are struggling with people who actually want to work too with, you know, the, um, the independent contractors, you know, some of these people are hiring out contractor Mm -hmm. A or contractor B, right? right? And if they don't show now I'm off course for my close day. Well, now you hear the story that they missed the closing, but per the contract, they can wait. Somebody told me a year or two years. years. Yeah. That's insane. They've got up to two years to close on one. And and how, how do you know that unless you get it dig down into the fine print of their ball game? Because not all of them say that, right. you know, but to cover their, but I, I think part of it is what you're saying as far as having a hard time finding workers. I think part of it is over promising and, and under delivering. They're taking on more, more opportunities. I mean, they got to know. I mean, this is this one that you were just talking about mm-hmm. was with uh, one of our agents, Joey, and, and it's an almost a million dollar listing with a pretty well-known builder around town. And, they told her in November that it'd be done before the end of the year. Now it's not going to be done before end of March. And the, the client was upset, wanted to get, get an attorney. She said, well, I'm sorry, but now looking at the agreement, you know, the agreement you signed off mm-hmm. on it. And so the attorney told him the same thing. So, I mean, it does put more uh, responsibility on us as professionals to understand those contracts, mm-hmm. which I'll yeah. be honest with you, they've kind of blurred with me in the past because they've all been pretty consistent. There wasn't things I had to really watch for in that kind of scenario, you know, yeah. is how long do they have? Uh, what are they willing to pay? You know, one of the agents called me yesterday after our huddle call and said, you know, we're running into the same problem, Monty. Twice this week, I've written new construction uh, offers on two different well-known local companies, and in both cases, they were only allowed. They were only. They're only going to pay me a flat fee, and that flat fee comes nowhere near what I would have been making. You know, and so that's ca- part of the awareness I'm, I want to create through this uh, opportunity to share to our, to our uh, local agents here today is be aware of what's going on out there and. You know, educate your cons- educate your agents. I mean, your um, the consumers, your buyers, uh, to the max as far as your value. And it starts with though. I think. I mean, you tell me, Jason. Maybe not, but I think personally, it starts within here. It does. But you got to believe you're worth that. Right. Okay. You've got to have a conviction that you are absolutely worth that. And I'll tell you what. You you walk this out a few times and lose that, or 
or, or uh, fail to get compensated because of it or whatever, you'll start developing, you'll start understanding why we over the years have gotten compensated at the level we have because to try to fill in the gaps when we didn't get paid, you know? Right. And I know your business cover, you know, does, does the same thing. You're not oh, guaranteed yeah. on any transaction. You work your behind off that it's going to close. I mean, there's talks always about, you know, changing LO compensation, et cetera, you know, um, and, you know, we're have to follow with the CFPB. So there's a lot of, you know, there's no negotiation for us. You right. know, there's a lot of bad guys out there that force us to have a very specific number, you know, that we can use, but, you know, going through the inventory that's out there, mm-hmm. it's slow. Right. And so, you know, we can't pick and choose because there was a whole um, lawsuit, I think, in Houston, right, of some real estate agents steering people to houses that allowed for higher compensation, et cetera. Right. So we can't do that. I I don't get that. I, I, I don't think that's right. You know, I really don't think it's right. What do you mean? You well, think the I, story's I, not right? No, I think your story's right, but I, I would argue with that. I mean, let me see. I mean, all over the years we've said, look, are you going to go to the one where they're paying you half of what they're paying over here? Probably not. I mean, why is that? I don't. I mean, I, I guess this isn't the right platform to argue that, but uh, that would make sense. Let me see. I'm an employee of a, I'm, let's say I'm a skilled um, laborer of some sort. Let's say I'm an engineer. I go to this place, I get paid $3 an hour. I get go over here, I get paid $13 an hour. Is there a problem with that job hunter directing them this way? Right, it doesn't you, seem like there would be. Right, but does that benefit you or the client? And the reason why I say that is from a lending standpoint, back in the day, right, I, I could steer that. you to a government loan and I would mm-hmm. make more money. My compensation would go up if I yeah. steered you to, if I moved you to government versus conventional. Right. So there was a big lawsuit, you know, there. So now right. we get all get paid part. across, you know, the board. But similar, you know, you can have this house or this house, but I never even showed you that house, yeah. you know? Yeah, and, and see, I, I follow that is, you know, do what's right for the client. Mm-hmm. And, and I know Monty does too. He, he preaches that all the time to us. Uh, do what's right and then in the best interest of the client. I think the discussion here is um, that certain uh, builders, they they are devaluing the representation Absolutely. of the selling agent. Sure. And I think that's that's where all of this is coming about. Is there a way, do you think, to bring that back? Well, uh, yeah, when that's the market a, turns. Yeah, oh, so a think? couple things come to mind. First of all, don't be that agent. Don't be that agent that is a pain in the butt to deal with from a buyer's, but from a builder's standpoint. I Don't see. be that agent. Right. Okay. I've seen too often where at the last hour, you know, the agent knows that they didn't do a whole lot on the front end, you know, and now suddenly they're trying to prove their value by, oh, I want the house rebuilt because I don't like that nick in the wall or something, you know, something silly mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Don't be that agent who's a, a pain in the butt. At the same time, be that agent who's bringing value, bringing knowledge, bringing understanding, insisting on a home inspection, getting the right financing, regardless of, I mean, don't just go with what's easy. What's easy is, oh, okay, you know, you get a, a perk if you go with the uh, on-site lender. That might not be what's best for the client. Sure. Yeah, let's find out what's best for them. Educate them. Thank you. Educate them. They don't do this. They don't know if that uh, lender is a better value than say with Carrie Ann. Mm -hmm. Educate and say, hey, let's look at them apples to apples and let's see if it's the best option for you. Right. Right. That's smart. But being knowledgeable is super important because if new construction is all that we have and these things are happening out there, we want to be aware, right? you know, um, and making sure we set our clients up for true success, mm-hmm. you know, is, is important. And each builder is not the same. 
No. Even though there's like a said, front door and there's a back door and there's some windows. Well, and I think that's the misconception. Uh, you know, we're in it every day. Right. And, you know, if I'm just, if I had to take myself out of the, uh, you know, the broker position and look at it just as a consumer, I would think a new build, you know, is a, it, it's great. It's a brand new car, you know. Right. It's, they have standards, you know, that if I get a new build, there's not going to be anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Um very, that's a strong misconception there. It is a very strong misconception. And there are, and as we stated earlier, there are some fantastic builders uh, that I love. Sure, yeah. But there are some that make you cringe whenever somebody says, you know, they're going to go look at one. Uh, we don't steer them away, but it's, uh, it, you just know that you're going to deal with problems. And, and maybe stories sell, right? I mean, you do a great job with sharing stories mm-hmm. throughout, you know, of mm-hmm. this is what happened or that is what happened. You know, I'm never going to speak negative, but I'm going to definitely tell you the story of my home. One thing we share with our, uh, our clients is we, you know, just as we tell them to let's look at Carrie Ann versus uh, what they have, we tell them, Hey, you know, do some research, look at consumer reviews and what their, uh, their quality is. Mm-hmm. Right, Jason. I love the fact that you know we were this one company, this one builder we were talking about in town, who is not seeming to want to compensate the real estate professional in the transaction. You pulled up their reviews, and it was pitiful. Very, I mean, pitiful. And that—that's consumer reviews. Yeah, and that's why I said you know last week on a huddle call. Look, you know, there's some things to identify when you're when you're going in, especially a new development. It's especially important there because things can change. Mm-hmm. But when you're dealing with a, you know, a, you know, the consumer is trying to make a decision, go out there and knock on some doors of some finished products, and you know that that was a that was a brand X and this was a brand B, and find out what the consumer is saying from that experience because good you know there's a lot of promises, a lot of smoke, a lot of mirrors. I, I know it's, I want to say smoke and mirrors. I'm sorry for saying that because again I don't sound like I'm downing the I'm not downing the new construction at all. I'm just saying there's a lot of promises. I'll say that there's a lot of promises. Some are fulfilled, some are not. And what will tell the story is if that builder knows your name after closing, because a lot of times, oh, you know, we're done here. Sorry, but, uh, you know, you're, it's the 366th day, so we're out of here. You know, there's no follow-up, no really caring about the reputation and so forth. So what I always recommend is, look, knock on some doors, do a little homework, look at the reviews, like we just mentioned, before you make, that's a big, big decision. It's a very big you know? decision. It's a big decision. And, and you know, I, and my hat's off to a lot of the agents who are in new construction, because to me, I mean, all day long, I've never been tempted to get in that arena because selling air, selling an idea, selling, you know, a picture on, on is so, to me, so hard to govern those expectations where, okay, this is the house, that's the door, this is the steepness to the yard, this is the steepness to the driveway, whatever, it is what it is at that point. When you're selling a dream, I don't know how they do it. I don't know because you know some of the builders are making given so many options and all this kind of thing, you know. But yeah. I feel like right now this is what. So here's one of my challenges. What what we saw in 2007, six and seven when the market was super hot, is we saw the consumer forgiving the less lesser quality than what should have been because the market was so hot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what I mean by that is. So we come along, and five years later, six years later, people start selling the homes, and it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, this is another one that was built in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Because look at look at the problems it's got. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know if the inspectors are, you know, overworked at that point because there's so much going on, or what the problem was. But 
man, you know, as real estate professionals, we end up reaping the lack of benefits or the, however you want to describe that, the challenges of homes to a hot market that weren't scrutinized because while well, they're behind, just like this one you just talked about, going to be end up being three months behind. Well, I can promise you in, by, by that time that that consumer wants the heck out of the in-laws basement, you know, or whatever, whatever they're living in temporary housing, they want out of there. And so they say, no, I don't want to, I don't need to do inspection. I just want to get in my new house. This is ridiculous. And, and so a lot of things go on, on notified, on, on, uh, checked, you know? And, and one thing on that, um, is it's interting to me. Um, you know, I'm, I love data, but you start analyzing You're the numbers guy. Yeah. You analyze it. The, the very ones that are, um, paying these uh, lower commissions are the same ones that have the lower, um, uh, sure. uh, quality. reviews, mm-hmm. quality mm-hmm. reviews, yeah. lower quality. So yeah. their quality of product is low. It's subpar in my, sure. Mm-hmm. But they're okay with that. I think they know that. They know that. Yeah. So, it, so that, that goes back to you know an agent being an agent or a professional. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. are Thank you, you are you, you. going to be excellent at your job? Or are you just going to um, halfway do it yeah. and just get a paycheck? Right. Well, you're going to you're going to have that experience across the board. And so, the same ones they are devaluing the representation of a uh, professional, well, they're going to devalue you as well. Absolutely. 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 And, um, you know, I, I just encourage people to take the time you're spending, especially in, in this area, you're spending five, $600,000. Right. See what other people are saying. Right. Mm-hmm. See what other people have said in the the experiences that they are having. Mm-hmm. There are some quality builders. True quality. Yeah. Very quality. And that's the thing too is, you know, not every home is built the same. No. But they can be the same price. Yeah. You know, so if you're, you know, comparing an apple, you know, to another apple, really do some homework. Right. You know, you know, peel back uh, what you're actually looking at. Is it real material? Right. Or is it, you know, yeah. the fake material? That's And I, that's what I'm hearing. Sometimes yeah. things are, are used. Now, the average Joe for me, I don't understand anything that's behind that wall. Mm-hmm. I, it looks like a wall. You know, that looks like mm-hmm. a crown molding. But mm-hmm. then somebody else who's more familiar puts a, a pen, you know, and pushes right through because it's foam, basically, right. and right. not real wood. You know, right. like... And for that price point, yeah, right. you should be giving me real wood, right? right? Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, like real, like real product, you know, but yeah. you know, that's the stuff, but the average Joe doesn't know that. No, and that's where professionals prof- have to yes, educate them. Yes. Right. You know, and going that let me, extra step. Let me step. ask you this. If you're searching um, for a realtor and you, you looked up reviews uh, for realtors around here and you saw Google my business that there's some realtors had, uh, you know, four and a half, five stars. And then you had some that was one, 1. 1.2, maybe two right, stars. Right. Would you, would right, you think something's definitely. wrong with the one, 1.2s? Right. Yeah, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. New housing needs to look at the same way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, And really I also does. probably, I would, if I'm thinking new construction, I would probably search out new construction. So I would probably use that as another tip mm-hmm. and think about it, if new construction is where we're headed, mm-hmm. right? Like it, don't like it, and that's the inventory where we are. Mm-hmm. I would probably carve out within my team mm-hmm a feel of new construction, right? Like a, um, a division of new construction on the sense of I specialize and, and start to market that too. So when people are starting to Google that your information does pop up, mm-hmm. that you do have a history of selling, you know, new construction yeah. too. 
you know, um, it's just my opinion. No, Making sure you strengthen that resume, you know, is key. And get out there. There's some agents that are amazing that get out and talk to agents, um, other builder agents, mm-hmm. just to get the knowledge, mm-hmm. just to understand, okay, what products do you guys use? You know, what what price point are we looking at, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I think if you build, like you said, build that relationship, then they, as the builder, starts to see the worth. There is the world that we're headed to the media, right? Everything's media. I'm going to get my leads through social mm-hmm. media. Mm-hmm. And the internet. So they're, it's headed that they don't need you and I to be foots on the ground trying to walk. I'm going to just go capture that lead without you, right? I mean, you see that around us mm-hmm. happening yep. all the time. So we need to remind them that I'm oh, here yeah. to be that person that can actually make your job easier. We're, we're, the bring, we're, the, we're, we're part of that uh, uh, part of the process that actually brings accountability to it and another set of eyes and a stronger reputation and a stronger. Uh, information and understanding should there be a problem so we're mm-hmm. absolutely worth it and so again I think the moral of the story is guys we're not going to change what's happening right now but you can change your conviction about your value yes and so you have that heart to heart on the front end not after you're trying to redeem a relationship because you just you got an agreement signed and you think that that's a, the do all and be all it may not be if you haven't educated them also to don't don't be signing up to anything else We're, we have a process i understand what are the better builders in town you want to be with one of those better builders don't you mr and mrs buyer well absolutely so it does make a difference i'm going to show you some reviews of of all of them and let you make a decision but at the end of the day you need an advocate in your corner because we do this every day you don't and you don't want to shortcut the biggest and most important investment of your life. You don't mm-hmm. want to do that. So those are the kind of conversations I think we have mm-hmm. to encourage our, our fellow agents to have with those consumers mm-hmm. and not just sit around and wish that they had. Mm-hmm. And right. plus with rates so low right now, you know, they can afford and be comfortable with a little high, higher priced home with more quality too, right? right? right. And so you educating them right. to say, hey, let's look at the numbers. Let's just right. go back to the numbers, yeah, right? right? And make that happen. So for the folks that are you know, listening, there are great interest rates for new construction. We can lock them as long as 180 days and it only costs $1,000 um, fully refundable good faith money. So upfront, so they can lock in today's pricing for six months, $1,000 fully refundable. That's a big deal. That's a huge win, right? That's absolutely amazing. it's refundable. It's refundable. We just hold it because we need to make sure that you sure. are holding true with that. So this is a huge opportunity wow. for folks to take advantage. So if new construction is where you're headed and where you're selling, there's a lot of wins there. So yes, some of the lenders say work with featured lender A, and I'm one of them for many builders, mm-hmm. which I'm really um, ex- love that opportunity. Um, but not every perk is a free, not everything's mm-hmm. for free, right? So go well, ahead and, and, and take a moment it. and compare it, right? Compare the real numbers because- some of them are, may share a rate that might be a little bit lower, but then you're going to build them some costs probably. Sure. And you know. or we um, at CMG Financial, my mortgaging could possibly match it, you know, sure. and still maintain that relationship with your buyer and you're not in, you know, um, working with, you know, someone different. So there's a lot of great perks with the new construction when it comes to the mortgage side um, and things. So I just want to make sure they knew that as well out there. So this was a great conversation today. Thank you. Thank you guys. So good information. It's so important right now, guys. It's yeah. so, so important. Mm-hmm. I can't overstress it. This guy, again, this old guy here with 37 years in this industry, I'm really concerned seeing people out there laboring so hard and then finding, holy cow, I mean, I, that's all I get for all this? That's going to be a sad day when you thought you had, were earning a certain amount and find out it's a whole lot less. So anyway, thank you. Knowledge is power, for it sure. Yep. Learn it all on right. the upfront. Thank Thanks, guys, for Thanks. listening. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Talk of Music City Real Estate.